0: You see is violence in movies and sex on TV. But where are those good old-fashioned values (laughs) on which we used to rely Hey everybody, welcome to our very special episode about the origins of Family Guy. Uh, today we'll be taking a look at the person who came up with it, Seth MacFarlane. We'll be taking a look at it back at his uh, life and career. Uh, we'll also be doing two special breakdowns of Life of Larry and the and the uh, Larry and Steve cartoon that debuted on Cartoon Network. Uh, the first one, Life of Larry, is a uh, part... Uh, live action introduced by Seth, he introduced some of the jokes himself, and uh the second one is a cartoon that is very of its time and channel uh on cartoon network it It resembles a lot of the hanna, hanna barbaric cartoons at the time, but uh, it's really fantastic, and you can really see a lot of family guy in it um we've been talking about this episode for quite a while, and I'm really excited to get it out there, especially at the time um we're going to be doing two episodes this weekend, this special one, and then we'll be doing our, uh, breakdown of, uh, hero sits next door tomorrow on Sunday at our, on our regular day. Um, so getting into it, we'll, we'll start talking about Seth a little bit here. Uh, his full name is Seth Woodbury McFarland, which is funny. Um, I'm sure that if anyone found that out when he was a kid, that really sucked, but, uh. He was born October 26th, which was really cool because he shares the same birthday as my dad in 1973. He's 10 years younger. Uh, he was born in Kent, Connecticut. And his parents are Ronald uh, Milton McFarley uh, McFarlane, sorry. And uh, you'll recognize him from the episode Road to the North Pole where uh, Stewie goes to kill Santa Claus. He's the live-action narrator of that. And his mother, Anne Perry... Um who you'll recognize from the dedication to uh and then there are fewer, which is one of my favorite episodes um probably my favorite episode actually i I really enjoy the original story um and uh I really enjoy uh that episode. It's probably my favorite episode. I love a good murder mystery um But they were both from Newburyport, Massachusetts, which is the most northeastern town I've ever heard of. And uh, they're they're actually descendants of a Mayflower um, uh, passenger named William Brewster. So that's pretty interesting. And Seth, obviously, um, uh, likes that part of his history. He does an episode where Peter is a, a descendant of the pilgrims who started Quahog Um, so uh, he obviously uh, likes that part of his history Uh, my cat's trying to to climb on me her name's Milo and she needs to go over here onto her warm blanket Um, but his mother was a school administrator and his father was a teacher and they both moved to Kent and she worked in the administration office for the high school and his father was a teacher and he started drawing really early uh, in, his, in his youth. He, by the time he was two years old, he was drawing cartoons of the Flintstones and Woody Woodpecker. And by the time he was five, his parents had given him a, a flipbook book, a book on, on flipbooks. And he fell in love with those and he fell in love with um, uh, animation. And he started producing a comic strip called Walter Crouton for the uh, Kent Good Times Dispatch um which is the most seventies thing i've ever heard and he it says that he had he said that he had a particular um uh 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 asphy not asphyxia, he had a pr- particular uh 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 amusement with the communion ceremony and he wrote uh he he wrote a comic where it's someone where it was uh walter getting communion and he said can I have fries with that and apparently he got some pretty angry letters and he liked that he had caused a uh, many controversy in his town um he graduated in 1991 which was the year that I was born and he graduated from Kent school which is the high school there in Kent and sometime around this time he got an eight millimeter camera from his parents which I'm sure meant a lot to him um from there, he went to the Rhode Island School of Design, and he would go on to uh, get a Bachelor of Fine Arts. And he intended to work for Disney uh, before he graduated, but once he graduated, he decided that he didn't uh, want to do that. And I've said this before in a regular episode, but he went to a school with Mike Henry, who is the voice of Cleveland and other characters, Um he went to school with his brother and met Mike Henry while he was in college, and this is when they they started being friends. And another thing he did in college was he did stand up. I'm I would love to see uh, Seth McFarlane do stand up comedy. Um, that would just be fantastic. Uh, but uh, the the thing that he did in college uh, that that meant the most was he did a thesis film called Life of Larry, and it is a film where. He uh, int- he does pretty much everything in it. Uh, he everything except for I believe one of his teachers, Davis Doi, was the supervising producer. And there's another person in it named Chang S. Han who plays a uh, character in it the- in the live action portion. Um, it he released it on July 26th in 1995, and it's just about 11 minutes long. Um. It's a little bit less than that, but um, he and he does pretty much every voice in it, except for at the very end during the credits. There is a Newt Gingrich speech that has the actual Newt Gingrich um, uh, audio Uh, and the portions that were uh, filmed were filmed by uh, uh, students and friends of his at the Rhode Island School of Design named Sean Leahy and Greg Stalsko. Um there's lots of jokes in this that are used in the first episodes of Family Guy um and uh it's it's really funny it's it's really crude um but it's 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 really good. Um we're going to do the breakdown really quick of that and um so uh the first thing that happens is uh we see a hand drawn title card that says Life of Larry directed by Seth MacFarlane and uh it, it starts panning through his through a house and it's this is a live action portion of it and uh it's it's actually Seth McFarland's house or his parents' house in, there in Kent but uh we we see Seth sitting in front of a fire he's reading and um uh this is in a this is going to be in a pitch style as if he's pitching it to a network uh he's pitching the first episode to a network Um, but so, like I said, he's reading by the fire and we come in and, uh, there's going to be parts of this, the, the parts with the, um, with the Asian guy where it gets really racist. But, um, uh, he, he, uh, he looks up from his book and he says, oh, hi there. You scared the crap out of me. And, uh, he starts saying, I'm Seth McFarland of something, something, something. It's a super long, ridiculous title. Uh, but it ends in uh, uh the men who like pussy and um that's, that's really funny to me but um but uh he starts talking and he he starts talking in a really alliterative illiter- rhyming way and you can you can really see Stewie from the first episodes uh where Stewie gets it and um Lois is kind of in this Uh, We first come in and uh, Milt is, uh, we'll see Milt later, but he's his model is pretty much Chris, Um, but uh, right before we get into the first, the first animated portion of this, he says, look out for the Star Trek parody and it goes directly into um, a Star Trek parody. So it's like, mm, but either way. Uh, it goes into uh, it's a Star Trek joke where from the first episode where uh, he's talking into the, doing the Captain's Log dialogue and he starts talking to, there's going to be an ongoing Star Trek sort of pseudo episode going on in the background of this and uh, but this part is where they get the Captain's Log joke where he, he's doing his crazy movements as William Shatner and he uh, does, he splits his legs and he then he splits his pants and it says Captain's log in his underwear. So that's where they get that first joke, and um, the, and we come back to the to him sitting there and he just looks like a he he's kind of Larry who's supposed to be Peter's analog has kind of like a Quagmire head and he uh has a uh, white wraparound hair and he's the crown of his head is bald and he's really skinny. And, uh, Steve, the dog is, uh, he's, re- he's brown and black and he's long and skinny. So they don't look like, uh, what they, what they look like, end up looking like in family guy. But, um, but Brian asks, uh, what do they eat? And they have this, they have the right voices. So they, uh, Larry has Peter's voice and Brian or, uh, Steve has Brian's voice and, uh, Brian says, or Steve's God, that's going to be tough. To, for, I'm just going to be saying Brian and Peter you are just going to have to understand what they what they mean but uh he says what do they eat and uh uh space jerky uh and um uh Steve says well Shatner's obviously being fed uh and uh Larry says yeah he uh he you know Spock eats he eats his food and whatever he has left over uh, uh Shatner eats that and he says, where did you hear that? Uh, and he goes, episode 65. And uh, this is where, uh, not Larry has Peter's voice, but quite. Oh, those are my notes from earlier. I was just going through that. But, um, what the fuck does that mean? Uh, there's more Star Trek stuff. Um, oh, oh, that's what that means. Uh, uh, before we go into the next Star Trek part, um, after they get done talking about all that, uh, st- uh, Steve the dog says, "A fucking, fucking fat ass is what he is." And uh, then we get to more Star Trek stuff where um, uh, they're saying they're gonna have to go. D- well, actually, Shatner says that he just wants to destroy the planet before he uh, because b- they don't have time to deal with it. But they're like, "Ah, uh, no, we can't do that." So he's like, "All right, we're gonna go down there." And I'm going to take Spock, uh, Bones, and Ensign Ricky. And he's it's a yellow shirt, which means, I think that means he's a captain. But um, he he he's wearing a yellow shirt, which is really funny. Um, But uh, Lois is is really weird looking in this. Um, It's really hard to describe, but she's Really weird, and it's obviously Seth's voice. Just um, just doing a girl's voice, and uh, at, I have uh, at first I was like, "Is this Seth?" And then I was like, "Yep." By the way, I watched these on YouTube. Um, I don't know where I would find these. I don't know if they're on any of the DVD box sets. They could be, but um, I uh, I watched them on YouTube, and um, it's definitely Seth doing her voices. Uh, but uh, Peter starts talking about how they live in a bad neighborhood, and Milt didn't call. And he says, "You know, any any guy in his underwear could just just come banging on the door and demand whatever he wants." And then and then you hear bang, 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 and the door opens, and it's a guy in his underwear. And he and it's he goes, "Y'all got any chases and Larry shuts it and goes, "I think we should move." And P- uh, Lois and says, uh, uh, "Move where?" And he's like. Well, how about London? And she's like, "Oh, they don't have they don't have uh, crime there. They don't have drive bys there." And he says, "Well, I mean, the worst they have is drive by arguments." And uh, this is this is a a joke from Family Guy that they put into an episode where it's the drive by arguments part where uh, uh, the guy says, "Isn't that uh, Sir Reginald blah 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 who blah Commonwealth blah blah blah." And, uh, they drive up on this guy and he's like, oh, Reginald, I disagree. And they drive off and, uh, they use that in an episode. And then we cut back to Seth and the character's name, the Asian guy, uh, played by Chang, uh, is named Wang and he, Wang brings him a drink. And, um, uh, this is where Seth explains the crooks of the episode and, is that, uh, uh, uh larry's trying to spend more time with his son so that he can be a better person and he says that uh, uh larry tried everything um and uh he took him to the to the movies and uh we get this is where we get the philadelphia joke from the first episode where uh, he says uh, uh uh that oh tom hanks yeah funny guy tom hanks everything he says is a stitch and it cuts to Tom Hanks, and he says, "I have AIDS," and he starts laughing really hard, which is uh, still funny and then um uh, he says uh then we cut back to Seth and he's just introducing uh, he's just introducing cutaway jokes from the act from from the episodes um, but it's so it's really funny to see these episodes, but in a different way and this is where he says uh that uh, he that Larry was on Jeopardy." And uh, he says uh, he'll take nuttiness for a thousand Alex and I thought that was really funny and we cut to uh, Larry playing jeopardy and uh, uh, Alex says asks the question and he says diarrhea and everyone starts laughing and he starts he goes huh, huh, what is diarrhea and um, uh, this is where we cut back to Seth and Wang brings him some cheesecake and this is it's so funny fucking weird but it's what it's his movie but it's so fucking weird and um this is where we get more star trek joke it's just it's just filler but it's really weird it's funny but it's really weird and uh we come back and he's like ensign ricky's dead and they're human-sized squirrels and i don't know what's going on and um we need to show authority and you know what that means and then they all just start snapping like they're in a, a stage play and uh that was pretty funny and uh uh, uh we cut to Larry and Lois and Brian Steve in their bed talking about uh Larry saying he's like, oh God, I got so many fun sh- so much fun stuff planned for tomorrow me and Milt are going to have a great day and uh uh they shut the lights off and so it's completely dark and Larry says you know it's it's really amazing, you know, birth really amazes me, and, uh, it's really, really weird, he's like, you know, we, I just, I just, uh, I just throw some of my, my, my hand batter into your, into your basket, and, uh, you know, it it just starts raining babies, nine months later, it's so crazy to me, it's, it's, it amazes me, like, shrinky dinks, and, um, uh this is where steve turns the lights on and he's like hey people are trying to sleep and he slaps um larry's nose which is really bulbous in this and it's it slaps him back and he goes flying and um uh this is where we cut to uh larry trying to bond with with Milt and it's a shit Creek joke where he, they're they're on sitting in a boat on a, on a Creek called shit Creek. And he's like, I swear I forgot about something. And he forgot his paddle. And, um, this is where we cut to, uh, religion, uh, are at church. And it's the, it's the joke from the first episode where, uh, God is in the front row while the priest is talking about Job, uh, being stricken with boils and everything. And God's like, Oh, I hate when he tells this story. And, um, uh, there's a, uh, 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 Larry starts, um, making a fuss and everyone looks back at him and, um, he says, Oh, can I have a cracker? And, uh, Uh, Steve palm slaps his face and um, uh, Seth we cut back to Seth and he's talking about how uh, Larry's a weird guy and uh, this is where we get the 30 year fart joke where he he hadn't farted for uh, till he was 30 and uh, then we cut back to Seth and he's like and just like everything in America there's a happy ending and then we cut to some credits, but it, it then we cut away from those really fast. And it goes to Newt Gingrich's speech. And while he's speaking, it, it does a really long of a speech. Uh, but then Larry comes up and opens up his ha- head and pulls out a beer and pour, uh, uh, pours it like out of a keg. And then he leaves and then he comes back. and He's like, hey, you got you got anything but schlitz? And uh, then we get a fart continuation where he's like hiding behind his chair and then he farts again, and he starts shooting a gun, and then there's uh just some more credits and then we cut back to seth in uh uh then we cut back to seth in the in the in the in the live action portion and and Wang's in the back and he goes "Wang go home and uh then we cut to black, and you just hear Larry go, Newt Gingrich in the house." and uh that's the life of larry and that was his uh uh college thesis and uh, it's really funny you should definitely go see it i found it on youtube uh not that i'm uh saying that you should do that but uh it's really really funny um uh it's it's crude but you should you should definitely see it um but there's a couple of stories it was either given to hanna-barbera by his teacher or an, a, a, an executive producer for Hanna-Barbera went to a senior show night where they showed all of their films uh, uh, while Seth MacFarlane was showing his film, and that's where they saw it. But either way, uh, someone at Hanna-Barbera got a hold of the, the tape, and they, they liked it, and they offered him a development deal to do a sequel called Larry and Steve – um it uh was de- like i like i said before it was definitely more in a Hanna Barbera style if you've if anyone remembers uh what a cartoon that's what it debuted on uh it's where a lot of cartoons debuted um uh from kids next door to powerpuff girls dexter's lab johnny bravo all of those great ones Um, uh, those are some of my favorites uh and uh, Seth actually worked on a lot of those. He worked on Cow and Chicken, I Am Weasel, Johnny Bravo, um and I have a lot of those on DVD, so as special episodes might be us breaking down episodes of those because those are so funny and they're really quick and so we can do them. We can do little short episodes of those, but um uh it's really really funny, but it's definitely in line with that. And Stewie actually comes up in part of it uh in an in very indirect way and quagmire actually comes up in a very direct way uh he, it's pretty much a cameo but um there's a voice actress in this besides Seth MacFarlane who is named Lori Allen and she's uh done cameos and shows uh just just she's done so many cameos And she's done so many shows and her voice is very familiar. If you, if you've watched some of these, what a cartoons uh, episodes and just cartoon network in general or Warner brothers cartoons in general back then. Um, But it was about seven minutes long. And like I said, it debuted for what a cartoon and it debuted uh, February 5th, 1997. Um, And so we'll, do a quick breakdown of that. Like I said, it's only about seven minutes. So just about a page and a half of notes. but we cut in and Steve is filming with a camera on a tripod. He's filming himself. And he's talking about how uh, earlier that day, he almost met his maker. He was at the pound and uh, he was up for uh, to be euthanized. And he um, was trying to get attention of everyone and, and no one, would uh, give him any? Get, would take him? And he he says he says, uh, "Come on, kid, you got to take me." Uh, who wouldn't want a talking dog? Hey, I can do your taxes, and I would definitely want a dog who could do my taxes. But the problem is that uh, no one can hear him. He can speak English. He can speak English. He can hear it, but no one else can hear him. All they hear is him barking. But Larry, uh, who looks just like Larry from Life of Larry, comes up and uh, he says, oh, look, a talking dog." Uh, I've never heard a dog who could speak English before, and uh, 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 Steve is like, "You can hear me." And he says, "Yeah, I can hear you. you." Know I used to have a Jack Russell Terrier that could speak Dutch, but you know I couldn't understand the thing he, he was saying. And uh, Steve grabs him by the collar and says, "Look, you have to get me out of here. If you don't, you will be res- you will be indirectly responsible for the uh, following euthanasia." And he goes, "Oh, I wouldn't want to do that. They got enough over there. They got enough kids over there." And uh at this point my notes just devolve into, oh my god, I miss cartoons like this. I love the two stupid dogs and secret squirrels. Uh I miss the jazzy background music. And uh I love all the cartoons from this time. Uh cartoons were better back then. Fact. Sorry. And uh we cut to uh Steve and Larry showing up at Larry's apartments and they're called the quality apartments and the queue from the sign above falls off and um uh, his dog, the dog apparently gets his own room. Uh, just, I guess if it talks, yeah, I can definitely get its own room, but he's got a TV, a lamp and a bed and he's like, ah, oh, this, is, this is all I need. And, uh, right when he sits down, the TV explodes, the lamp explodes and a spring comes out and sends Steve, uh, Stevie right into, uh, the, uh, ceiling. So he's like, uh, we need to, uh, remedy the situation. He's like, yeah, we're going to go buy some new furniture. And, uh, uh, so they're driving, they're driving. And, uh, 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 Steve says, Hey, uh, it says here, your driver's license is suspended. And he's like, no, they just took it away temporarily. And, uh, Stu, Stew- Stevie, uh, this is where Stewie gets a mention. Uh, Larry takes out a, a, a newspaper and instead of looking at the road, is reading the newspaper. And he said, he's, uh, he says, Uh, we, you know, we could go to Stewie's, uh, they, uh, they always got good prices, but their air conditioners always turned up too, too much. I don't, that's the only reason I don't like going there. And, uh, he's, he's looking at his newspaper so he doesn't see the fucking fork in the, the literal fucking fork in the road in front of him. And it cuts their car in half and, uh, Steve is freaking out and, um, uh, uh, they they uh, Steve goes flying off a cliff, and, he, and then he goes through a farm, and the farmers like, well, as long as he doesn't go through the chickens, and then he goes right through the chickens, and then for some reason there's a there's a big giant mountain of TNT, and it stops for a second, and Steve goes, wait, isn't that a little contrived? But screw it, we're doing it anyways, and he hits the TNT, and it explodes, and he goes flying everywhere. Not really, he, he just does some flips. And then he lands right into a, a parking spot. Um, and, um, right before, and then right when he lands in the parking spot, he looks over through the window and we see a, a redneck and he goes, excuse he goes, Hey, excuse me, you got any yellow redneck mustard? Which is really funny because it's a gray poupon choke and uh this is where larry's part uh lands perfectly right next to him like they had never been split apart and he's like oh why don't we just go here and we look up and we're at quality furnishings and as we're walking into the store the queue of the quality falls off again and uh there's an upbeat sales lady this is Lori allen um you'll recognize her if you hear her voice if you're from that generation but um she says, Hi, how are you? How can I help you? And he says, Oh, we're just looking around. And she says, Okay, just watch out for our mascot, Nikki, the xenophobic Scotsman. And we cut over and there's a Scotsman and he jumps out the window. And uh it's really funny. I really can't do this this justice. Um But uh Steve uh talks some shit to the lady. But she can't hear him, and so we go to this massage bed, and um, mm-hmm. it's a massage bed where there's hands that come out and massage you. And Larry gets on it, and it's set on normal mode, and he really likes it. And so he gets Steve to get on it, and Larry accidentally presses high power mode. <clears throat> uh, Steve just gets um, just gets demolished. He he's crunched all into into pretzel uh, shapes and then he literally gets slammed on the ground and against the wall like the the bed's a transformer and um after it he's like this is like a tragedy of agon memnon blah 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 it's a really smart joke but uh i don't even know what it means but um this is where uh the next part is they're looking at lamps and uh they're looking at just a regular lamp and Larry comes up with an 800 watt bulb uh, and tries to put it in there. And they're like, you can't do that. And uh, he's like, look, I didn't spend 12 years in kindergarten because I'm stupid. And Steve's like, well, why did you? And he's like, well, I got my foot stuck in a radiator. And uh, he puts the 800 watt bulb in and it just turns into a lightsaber. And, uh, it's really funny. He's cutting into the, he's cutting into the, um, uh, he's cutting into the, um, uh, uh, he's cutting into the building like it's butter, like it's a, it's a lightsaber. And he's like, Oh, Luke, this is your landlord. You never returned my weed whacker. And it's really funny. And, uh, he almost hits Steve, and Steve just trips and he goes through a madcap, uh, uh, uh crazy uh, uh Rude Goldberg type uh mess and he starts going flying through the store and he flies up. Uh he he lands on something and it explodes and he flies up through the store and he he gets hit by a passing airplane and it's actually it's Quagmire pretty much. And he's got a kid named Ricky up in the pilot seat. And he says, uh, Ricky, I'm not supposed to do this, but I'm going to let you uh, fly the plane while I go back and get a wee nip of the creature, which is crazy that they said that on Cartoon Network. But I remember cartoons from back then. And they absolutely said that on Cartoon Network. And um, uh, the, the after he goes, the the plane crashes right back into the store and Quagmire comes up and he's like, Oh, Ricky, what did you do? And, and Ricky looks sad and he's like, Oh, I can't stay mad at you. Come on, I'll buy you a licorice, licorice whip. And uh, uh, this is where uh, Larry comes up and he's like, Oh, Steve, my card was declined. We're going to have to come back next week anyways. And Steve's like, Ugh. And, uh. and uh, they're like, th- uh, the lady comes up and is like, Thank you. And, uh, Steve, we cut back to Steve being on camera and he's like, look, I need help. I can, I, I'm a talking dog. I can do whatever you need. And, uh, this is where Larry comes in and he's like, what are you doing? And he's like, oh, you know, your tripod's not, not set up right. And, uh, he comes in and he breaks the camera and it it cuts to snow, to, to static. And then we hear Steve go idiot. And this is where we get credits And I miss credits. I miss the Cartoon Network credits where they would do the credits on one side, and then they would have a little window where it would play the entire episode, but like in little clips, really quickly. So it was like a little recap, and I really miss that. And then at the end, I miss the (laughs) the the cartoon, the Hanna Barbera thing. Um, This just watching all these, it was just freaking insane how much i miss watching stuff like that as a little kid back then but uh after seth made all of this uh he ended up working for hanna-barbera for a little bit for a little while longer uh he would work on dexter's lab cow and chicken i am weasel and uh, johnny bravo those were all of some of my favorite shows on cartoon network my absolute favorite show is ed ed netty which is actually Cartoon Networks. It might not be with Adventure Time, but I know for a long time Ed Ed Nenny was the longest-running show on Cartoon Network, which is um, crazy when you think about it because I I don't think people think about uh, that. But it was at this time that he met uh, uh, Adam West and uh Jack Sheldon uh of Schoolhouse Rock fame which the, both of he obviously worked with Adam West for years and years but Jack Sheldon had a big influence on him and you can see that actually in the animation style of the first few episodes specifically in the episode that we're going to do tomorrow which is a hero sits next door which is Joe's uh introduction um there's several sections where you can see Schoolhouse Rock animation coming through um um really well but he also met butch hartman at this time um which is really crazy to think about because butch hartman would go on to create um fairly odd parents a lot of other cartoons uh uh that um were really really big at the same time so just to think that there were two creative uh minds like that working at, at hanna-barbera on stuff like and and i guess no wonder that those things were so good. They had so many of the up and coming guys working on it. Um uh but uh so that he met Butch Hartman there, which is a, a pretty big deal, in my mind at least, for animation. And um he wrote after that he would go on to write for a couple of other things and most notably he helped he uh he helped uh wrote write for Ace Adventure, a pet detective. And he actually created a short for Nickelodeon's, um, uh, uh, version of what a cartoon, which was called, Oh Yeah Cartoons. And, uh, he created a short called Zoo Notes for that with Butch Hartman, Butch Hartman's help. Uh, Butch Hartman would go on to do a lot of work at Nickelodeon. So like I said, that, that, that's a, that's a pretty big moment in my mind, um, but but Seth always wanted – he always felt like he was he was destined for the uh, primetime and he was definitely right. And uh, so Seth would pitch his show uh, to Fox and instead of giving him – usually when they did things like this, they would give shows a million dollars. But they decided to do something different with him. They gave him $50,000. Um, I don't think they had very much faith in it, but I think that would turn out to be uh, misplaced. But they gave him fifty thousand dollars to make the pilot and he he basically drew it the entire thing for himself by himself for six months. Uh he he was quoted as saying that he for six months he had no sleep, no life. He just drew in his kitchen every day, all day. And um he presented it in, in nineteen ninety eight and they announced in July of nineteen ninety eight that they had uh decided to buy it. And it at first it was going to be shorts on Matt TV, then the same way that The Simpsons debuted as shorts on the Tracy Ullman show, but due to um, um, uh, due to budgetary issues, they they decided not to go that way. And uh, from there, from from pretty much there, Family Guy would premiere and get canceled and then premiere, and then get canceled, and then premiere again, and uh, has gone on from there. Um, but Seth, uh, Seth, for Seth, from that point on, would go on to do much, much more uh, than just produce Family Guy, um, which, uh, good for him. But, um, you know, uh, we're actually going to look into all that uh, later on in another special episode uh at a later time we'll do a we'll do an episode on Seth MacFarlane's career outside of Family Guy um but we've also got other fun episodes uh to to do like I said before we're going to do character um we're going to do character uh uh deep dives into characters my fa the one I'm really looking forward to are uh Meg as well as um uh Brian and Stewie's uh we're going to do a special episode on Brian and Stewie uh their their um relationship um but uh we i'm really uh excited about doing this podcast uh, i've said that it's it's it started as a hobby for me because i listen to a lot of podcasts all the time um i have a job where i listen to i have a chance to listen to podcasts pretty much all day every day And so I just wanted to have a chance to make my own, and I started it. And um, uh, uh, it seems like other people are listening, and that's really nice. I really, really appreciate it um, from the bottom of my heart. Um, This has been really fun. Um, I'm thinking about doing some other stuff outside of Family Guy. I'm thinking about doing uh, something uh, for movies, uh, maybe freaking sweet movies where – me and maybe my wife or maybe some friends we talk about uh some movies that we really enjoy some some uh obscure movies maybe ones that don't get talked about i'm also thinking about doing uh something there's a there's a series that debuted in england it's a it's a shot for shot remake of the basically the first 10 episodes of that 70s show and it's called days like these and um they're absolutely terrible but in the best sort of way and so i'm thinking about doing a comparison of those and um uh, i'm really excited about that i'm also really excited about the video game it's sort of a let's play um but for like you know old ps3 and, and sega games and ps4 games just whatever i have really um i i i uh but like i said i just really want to thank people who are listening and um say that uh we have more content coming out we're gonna have another episode coming out tomorrow on sunday and we'll be doing more special episodes as time goes by and um i'm really having fun doing this and i hope you're having fun listening and Um, thank you very much for listening today. If you do and, uh, have a, have a good day. Bye.